On this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, we talk about River City Girls and Luigi's Mansion 3. Find out what we think about those two titles. And we talk about the delay of The Last of Us Part 2, including the removal of multiplayer. We also talk about Death Stranding's reviews a week before the release of the game. Our discussions about reviews, how important they are, and difference of opinions. All that and more on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Esparza. And welcome to another episode of Third Party Control Podcast. We are no longer on fire, but we were on fire the other day. And as you can hear, Joe is not with us due to the fires and the smoke and everything. Luckily, everything's kind of died down. How much percentage of the fire... Uh, um, was, I don't know, like an hour ago, it was like 80%, so I'm pretty sure it's 80% more than contained, so we had to deal with that on Halloween, which was fun. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, the yeah. ki- kids were coming to my house, like, trick-or-treating and shit, and then uh, it was a good amount, and then once the fire started, like, fucking one every, like, 45 yeah. minutes, and then that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I did a thing. I, it wasn't on purpose the first time when we had the, the Thomas fires, like, two years ago. I remember when I drove it and, and I was driving the freeway seeing, like, the whole fire. Uh, my music on my phone was random, and it was old-school Final Fantasy music, but orchestral. And it was, like, a dramatic, like, thing. And it, it just fit with, like, how the fires and flames and everything. I was like, man, that's crazy. And so I, since it was the opposite mountain this time, um, what were they calling this one? The Maria one? Maria. Maria fire. Um, I had to take Foothill, and... I was like, well, I have to play Final Fantasy, <laughs> but it made it dramatic. You know, it, it, it was like a dramatic view. But uh, there was times where I was looking at it and I'm like, dude, just imagine when wars are going on and how things could be on fire. And that's just a that's that like a village, that village or this scene of just like it's dark, but a, a, a orangey yellowish flame of of light you know everywhere engulfing it was engulfing the, almost the entire mountain yeah I was you hear just helicopters like, flying by yeah <laughs> sound fox about where yeah. to wear the flag <laughs> i was just kind of like man this is fucking weird but for some people this is normal depending on where you live or it's kind of dude it's or, weird because oh, i mean the the fire started and i was like fuck again but i was just like oh well <laughs> like like just yeah. fucking it yeah. happened so much now. It's just like it's like a lot of fucking. You're just used to it. When you showed it to me, when you showed it to me, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you I was sent like, me, Zip. when you sent me the a news article or like clip, it was just or no, you sent me a, an actual the photo. Picture, yeah. It was so tiny, and I thought like, oh, it's, they'll maybe contain, and then like, it yeah, fucking it spread grew, quick, like, like crazy. So yeah, that's why Joe couldn't make it, uh, yeah. or we couldn't get everything together because things had to get changed, yeah. and so he's not. In this week, which sucks because unto everyone else, we kind of haven't recorded with him for a while. Unto everyone else? Unto it. Is that what I, what I, I say? Know. Did I say it wrong? I don't know what that means. Let's fuck it. Let's just uh, unto. Let's reset it. But like, we haven't really recorded with him at all for a while. So, yeah. I kind of. It might, have, might sound like it did, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
he actually after we found Jess again, we he's yeah. he's spending time with her. Yeah, man. He was so away from her for so long. He he, <laughs> he lost her. We found her though. Uh or she found us, technically. Yeah, she saved us. She saved us. Um but yeah. Well you know what, though? Hmm? It's got one thing to say. What's up? What's up, fool? Where you going, Phil? To my pad, Phil. For reals, Phil? Nah, Phil. I'm going to the store, Phil. What's up? For real, going to the store, that's fucked up. For reals, Phil? For reals, Phil? Yeah, Phil. For reals, Phil? Yeah, Phil. Damn, Phil. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's not cool. Don't never lie to friends. I started playing Luigi's Mansion 3. That's all I've been playing today. I played it for oh, like six hours. Oh shit! Okay, what? Okay, so you know what? Just talk about that then. What is your impression of Luigi's Mansion Three? Because I, I, I think I only played about an hour and a half the other day. I played six hours of it. That's oh silly. shit! <laughs> it's fucking fun, dude. I like yeah. it a lot. It's it's. I like how slapsticky it is. It's so mm-hmm. funny. Like some of the stuff, like the little gags are that are in it. Um, how far did you get? I met Professor Egag, Egad. Uh-huh. I got him out of the painting. Uh, I did like one or two things, but once he makes his little um, laboratory, you know how he has the portable laboratory. Yeah. There is when I stopped. So that's like an hour. Oh, that's man. like an hour and thirty. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it was. Pretty... I didn't play it till like late last night, yeah. and um, I didn't have that much time. I had to go to bed. Uh, the one thing I did want to say though was. When Luigi gets scared, but he gets really scared, and it fucking tightens him up, and he's yeah, straight, yeah. and he starts walking it's a little bit. Shivers, yeah. That was that's uh, so yeah. Funny. I love the little yeah. Like every time he, when he's idle, like just in this idle pose, he's like shivering. Like mm-hmm. like every time he just, just his hands are shaking. It's they put a lot of work in it, like a lot of attention to detail for like his character. Yeah. Like how like um, just like how much of a, a scaredy cat he is. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, just like seeing seeing certain animations that he does, he gets scared. Or even like in the old games, they did this too, mm-hmm. where uh, you're just in like a you're just standing still, you're not doing anything. Because like sometimes I check my phone while read it for a little bit, yeah. and he's just there, just like looking around, and then you hear him like kind of hum the music, yeah, <laughs> like scared. Yeah. It's it's fun it's fun seeing that like, but yeah, dude, it's it's been a lot of fun so far. Like I love. I love how just how silly it is. Mm-hmm. Some of the times, there's a part where I was playing it where you have to look for something. I don't want to spoil it too much. It's not okay. a big spoiler, but I want you to like fucking see it. But yeah, the, yeah. you got to look for something, uh-huh. and then something happens, like um, that prevents you from getting whatever it is that you want to get. Gotcha. And uh, it's just funny seeing like like everything that happens, like you trying to get that object that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you get it and you're like, yes, you got it. And then somehow you lose it and then, uh, you have to go get it again. And then he's like, yes, I got it. And then you lose it again. And I was like, fuck, you're going to have to do this again. I'm going to have to go look for this fucking object. Uh-huh. And then, um, part of me, like after when I got it again, I was like, I kind of hope it happens again. Cause it'd be, <laughs> it'd be, like I was pissed off that is, but the, it worked so well. They made, they did it so well that and it, it was so much fun looking for that object again yeah. that I was like. I would fucking laugh so hard if they did it again. Yeah, they did, but they yeah, they, yeah. they didn't though. I was like, fuck. Yeah. But it was that like it pissed me off that I had to go look for it, but it won me over by just by having to look for it again. I was like, fuck. Yeah. Like I would have loved for them to have done it again. Mm-hmm. I liked how in the beginning when it starts off, like, oh, you get you got invited to this hotel so to colorful. stay. And it was yeah, all yeah. colorful, and yeah. nice. But what, like 
you're right right off the bat it's like so animated it's so it's so funny it's like on the nose but i like the little things they do with luigi's face because if you walk around because I, I always like to do a thing where i explore and i'll check every corner before yeah. I, I i proceed forward yeah. to the main every objective. room you look for everything you can do and then that, you leave that's what i do i, I like to Me do too. and sometimes that can elongate you know time because that hour and 30 minutes if i was just going to one thing to another i probably could have done it within 30 oh yeah you know um but i like exploring that's how i do it uh he there's okay so they the ghosts are in masks they're yeah. wearing fake masks and stuff and you can tell but when Luigi walks by them and when you walk away he makes a face like what like he kind of looks oh, back does, a yeah, little bit yeah he does a thing where he just kind of like you'll go you'll walk forward and then like when you turn back kinda. he'll kind of just go it's hard to do it because it's his yeah, voice yeah, he just but he kind of goes oh, his expression like, like something's going confused. on confused like this yeah, looks yeah. weird but whatever and then yeah. like continues on going like <laughs> it's an animation that has a beginning a middle and an end yeah, yeah, yeah. in like two seconds yeah, 2.5 like, well, seconds like reacts like anybody's yeah. anybody seeing something suspicious uh-huh i was talking to someone today because someone someone asked me he's like oh so have you played luigi's mansion what do you think i'm like i haven't played much i've played about an hour and 30 minutes but what i love that they do is i think i could sit anybody in front of luigi's mansion and be like here play this game and tell them oh this is on p like someone who's not like knows gaming that much but like knows a bit to know like oh this is what next gen looks yeah and i was like oh this is ps4 and xbox one graphics and they go yeah because nintendo does such a good job of just like taking advantage of the hardware and making the look because there's like lighting there's like color well, like except the beginning using. though they really did Which look, look kind of the, the, oh, well, the, with the jaggies. Yeah. there was some yeah, jaggies and yeah. stuff um but like just certain things like i don't they, remember pretty much like there's so much like texture in a way or like atmosphere where even when you're sucking things up with the poltergust mm-hmm. it's like something that you wouldn't assume like oh okay there's like a light reflection from the light on top and like when you pull it with the poltergust it'll move the light on the bottom too yeah like that it just seems like, like kind of like real physics like kinda. yeah like real physics but also using like lighting and and, and positioning and stuff that uh, it, I, it just kind of blew me away. Like, man, this uh, it looks really good. Where there's good games that look really fantastic on PS3 and, and Xbox 360, but I don't know. To me, it was just I was surprised. Not surprised, but I was kind of like impressed with how it looked. Yeah, I'd, I'd say the dark, more darker uh, areas do look really good, but the, that beginning part, you could, I don't know, it just looked like old, old, old graphics to me. Mm. Um, yeah, I've been I've been loving this game so far. It's been fun. Uh, I don't know if you've gone far enough, but is this game more like the first Luigi, Luigi's Mansion or the one on a on a was more it like New Dark Moon? Dark Moon. Yeah. Um. It's a mixture of both. I mean, uh, like, uh, Dark what, is that what it's called? Dark Moon. New um, moon? the second one. Yeah, it is Dark Moon. Uh, like oh. Luigi's, because I just I had just finished Luigi's Mansion on yeah. 3DS. I have it on GameCube. Yeah. But I got pretty far in the 3DS version, so I finished that one. And like, uh, you know, of course, Luigi's Mansion Two takes from, uh, the first Luigi's Mansion and kind of like expands on it more. And this feels more like Luigi's Mansion Two. But what I really like is 
the ability of sucking up ghosts with the poltergeist, and then you can slam them left and right. Yeah. So that's that's what's really that's what's really cool that I was digging. Um, you weren't able to do that one. in the other ones. No. Okay, I don't. That's something that. completely different okay. in this one where you can start slamming them, and sometimes it could even break down or attack also other ghosts that yeah, might be in the area, really and that. it drops that's their really helpful because when, when there's like a mob of them, you just yeah. get one of them, or you can even get a multiple and just like slam them on, onto another uh, yeah. ghost. You never finished Dragon Moon? No. Oh, okay. I got I got like halfway, but um, this feels more open. Yeah. Larger, as in like yeah, that's like true. Because each larger. one was a mansion. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Even though there's kind of like levels. This is to all the a elevators. Huge hotel. Yeah. 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 So it's like a huge hotel, and every every floor is like something different. Yeah. So it's it's kind of the same thing, but just more, I guess, in the same environment. I'm just impressed with the lighting. Like everything about it is impressive yeah. to me. Yeah. The use of the of Guiji was like fuck the the. I, I haven't I, even deal with them. I wasn't. Yet. I wasn't sure how they were gonna make it work, but it's it's pretty cool. So far, what I've done is some of the stuff that that they used him with before. Yeah. It was like it's it's cool. I like I like how how they incorporated him. I don't think this is a spoiler because it's within the first like thirty minutes. Is it like an hour? I don't know. But when you have to kind of rescue Professor Egad mm-hmm. before you get like the upgrades and stuff, yeah. Like I've what that I, I remember from one and two, you only ever got to deal with him in the lab. And this is where you have to kind of like help him out. And when he's following you, he makes such a funny face when he's running. Yeah, his, his, his head, feet drag too. His feet drag and his head gets tilted and he has that weird like just like a tooth. It looks yeah. like a baby. Yeah. It looks like an old baby. Like I thought that was cool. Like, yeah. It's only that I don't know if there's any more, but there's that one segment where he's actually running behind you. And I was like, this is cool. I yeah. don't know. Like it was just cool to see him. In yeah, the- I like, I like, yeah, that was cool seeing him. Yeah. Uh, I was looking because I wasn't sure. I was like, does he have eyes? But his eyes are like super tiny. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, some of the times where I get I got stuck for like fucking twenty minutes uh, earlier, just because I didn't know what the fuck it was. Like what I had to do I was like I have no idea. I was like there's a doorway here. I was like I don't know where I have to go. And then there's yeah. like a certain function that you use for the game. I completely forgot that you that you have that. So I I used that the whatever the the function was. Mm-hmm. I was like fuck there it is. Okay now like. <laughs> Cause there's um, there's this thing. Well, it's not giving away anything really. There's like you could hit the, what is it? The Y button. I don't know the top button. <laughs> X. Is that X? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it is X. So you hold X to like use a certain filter. Cause it's like pretty pretty close, like right in the beginning. Yeah. So there's paintings. So you uh you can like expose a certain like a dark light to mm-hmm. it, and it'll. It'll, the paintings like will come to come to life pretty much. So yeah. like if you see something like an object in a painting, you hit the button and it'll come out and you collect like coins and stuff. Yeah. So you could do that with like certain doors, and I didn't realize I, f- I didn't know you could do that. I was like, there's something there. I don't know what the fuck to do. Do I like mm-hmm. do I blow it up somehow? I'm like, I couldn't figure it out. And then I was just like, let me try this. I hit the button. Like fuck, that's what it was. So I felt so stupid. It's, uh, um, it's still, again, I haven't gotten as far as you have, but. That part where you meet the King Boo, mm-hmm. and then he's chasing you. His eyes look like titties. You see the room doors disappear, and it pops into those little yeah, bubbles, yeah, yeah. like the second one. So I realized, like, uh, oh, I'm yeah. gonna have to use that. Is what I assumed, you know? Yeah. You know. So I don't remember the second one that much, but yes. I was just like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I had to do. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's all I've been playing. Yeah. Like, I'm, pro- I'm I'm probably gonna finish it better. <laughs> In a week or something. You think so? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty far into it. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I wanna, I, I stopped playing only because I we had to record. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. shit! Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I'll wait, so you get, okay. I mean, I'm not finished, but I'll probably keep playing it tomorrow for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I catch up. Yeah, but that's all I've been playing, dude. It's it's been a lot of fun. I really like it. It's it's a um, nice change from Nintendo. Having like have it's like the most fun I've had on a a Nintendo game in a while. Even though like it's, I had fun with Zelda and stuff. They were fun. Like Mario games were fun, but just it's really it's. Just the comedy in it is it's it's, yeah. it's been entertaining me a lot too. It's something different too. Yeah. For over like, cause you know what you're getting from a Mario game. Yeah. You know what you're getting from a Zelda game. Yeah. And now you kind of know what you're getting from a Luigi's Mansion game, but still, it's like you don't get those that often. Yeah. You know, as much as you get the other ones. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's all I'm playing. Yeah. What about you, Jesse? What's awful? I, if you guys watched. Uh, me and Bethel streamed. Uh, I got a copy of River City Girls for the mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch. A physical copy. It's my first limited run games copy. Uh, so if you're not familiar with limited run games, limited run games makes actual Wait, who physical did? copies. Sorry. What? No, what's up? Who did uh, Night Trap? Uh, I forget the company. Oh, okay, it was a limited run? They, I think they came out with a copies of them, yeah. Oh, okay. They made physical copies. Well, you didn't get a physical copy? No. Oh, I thought you did. I was going to, but mm-hmm. then, like, I think at the time, I think when that happened, I was unemployed. Oh, So I was okay. just like, I can't really spend that money, yeah. you know? Um, so what was the difference between the limited run games and, the, like, like, the retail version? Like the ones you find at Best Buy and mm-hmm. stuff? Um, so... Real quick, I was going to explain yeah, like what, what it was. But if you don't know what limited run games is, they take a game that is out. Like, let's say an indie game or a game that's only a downloadable game. Uh, let's say games like Skullgirls, they've done it for. They've done it for, like, the Toe Jam and Earl game. Uh, sometimes they'll use, like, special collector's editions. But anyway, they make actual physical copies of the games with manuals. Sometimes they'll add extra stuff, stickers, soundtrack. The cool thing with River City Girls was it was a download physical copy from Limited Run Games. So this came out a month later, the physical copy. But the physical copy, they always do it where the actual physical copy is going to have a different cover, uh, a limited cover, and you get like a card with it, like a little baseball card. And this one came with a soundtrack of the game. So I thought that was really cool. Uh, I ordered it, finally got it, we played it. So that's pretty much what Limited Run Games does. And what was your question again? Sorry. I forgot. Oh, yeah. What was the difference between this limited run games version and like a retail version? Oh, okay. So, and then not all games, but sometimes limited run will release those games uh, to actual retail stores. Like, I think Best Buy is the only one that gets limited run games. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that will be different. They're going to get River City Girls, but their cover is going to be completely dev- different than the actual limited run game cover. And um, the cover of the, the River City Girls that I have is lithograph, so it's yeah, shiny. shiny. So, oh. and, that cover, and the cover is, is, is going to be different than the retail one. The cool thing that limited run does is like, oh, if you like the, the Best Buy exclusive cover, you can just order that for two bucks if you want that cover. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But you can't do the opposite, though. Yeah. But they do make only a specific amount of copies for that version. Mm-hmm. Uh, but me and Beto played River City Girls, and that was... I think I had a fun time. Fuck yeah, it was that awesome, was, dude. From the anime intro, to the music, to the gameplay, to... It's like any River City Ransom game with the leveling up, getting new moves, purchasing things at shops for, like, health or speed boosts. 
but just done with like a new graphic style, like eight, 16 bit, maybe higher, of course. Just it was it was charming the way the same way like how Luigi's Mansion was charming, so it was like River City Girls, yeah. And just the characters and just uh, you know it's it's a beat 'em up, but even like I was scared though because we were gonna stream it. Like I ordered it, I'm like this looks cool. It came out digitally first and for a month and reviews were were good. Yeah. But a lot of people were like, oh, this is not what we liked about it. Like I, I remember reading some of the negative stuff and I'm like, damn, this is. I ordered this from Liminor Games. Like, what if I'm like, oh, it's okay, but it's like, I could have got it for cheaper or whatever. I'm glad that I really liked River City Girls. It was yeah. a lot of fun playing through it. But also, I was worried about you. Because I know, like, some beat-em-ups for you are just like, I'm done. Yeah. The only beat-em-up prior to River City Girls that you were, like, super into was when we played Streets of Rage 2. Mm-hmm. Like, that was really fun. Yeah. Some other ones we've we've played, and I've, I've had those moments, too, where I'm just like, yeah, I'm done, too, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, like Golden Axe. I'm not, I don't know. People love it so much. I'm just like, whatever about it. Golden Axe I love because of nostalgia, and I can keep going, but it doesn't retain my attention as much as Streets of Rage 2 does yeah. and River City Girls. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, no, I liked River City Girls. You love the soundtrack. Yeah, dude, the soundtrack it. is so fucking good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, it just like has this 80s-style soundtrack. The and... main theme's really good, but there's a song called The Hunt. Yeah. that's so It's it's so good, because they, they play it in the background while you're playing. Like, when, the last bit we were playing, mm-hmm. that's that's all that. That was, that's the only, like, music that was playing in the background. It's mm-hmm. called The Hunt. And it's a really good song. Yeah. But, um, I... I, cause we when we were playing it, we had the volume kind of low, so it won't, so it won't sound like all fucked up. Echoey we, and yeah. stuff when we stream, yeah. So, I went home. I I I wanted to listen to the shop because I was messing around. Like, oh, it'd be cool if they had like the the song from River City Ransom, and they do. They it's actually like, uh, it's one of the shops. The songs, it's um just like a remade version of that uh-huh. of the shop song. I was like, fuck, that's dope. And then like I sent it to you. I was like, check this out. They play. They remade this song as uh, from the shop. Uh-huh. And uh, and I just really liked I, I liked it, how they they added it to the game. Yeah, so, that's all I was saying. She was dope. <laughs> yeah, no, River City, River City Girls was really cool. I mean, there was just everything about it, voice acting, even some of the the animated scenes. Boss fights were really fun. Yeah, like there would be moments where I thought, like, man, this could get annoying, but it wasn't really yeah. annoying. Um, if anything. What would you say would be a negative about that game? There was just some things where we got annoyed, but we kind of laughed at it. Like having to like, it's cool that if someone's dying, you can revive them by kicking yeah. them. That sometimes it's you not very be, accurate. It's you got to be right on top of them. Yeah, you, gotta, you you stomp on them so they could wake up. Yeah, and you see like there's an animation of like a little angel flying up, and like, if it goes uh-huh. too high, you just die. Yeah, but your your partner has to like kick you. Like stomp you to bring your to bring your your angel, your, your back, angel back to your to your body, mm-hmm. and uh, that's the only thing that was that was hard at first. Trying to just I mean it's still it's it's not very accurate. So you got to be like right on top of them so you could stomp them, and it's it's they should be like more like a like a I don't know what it's called but like a, a or either bigger hitbox for it mm-hmm. or just something that's like more. Uh, I don't know, like a, I kind of describe it more like a magnet, I guess, so you could like attach to them so we could t- stomp them. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like that's that's one of the only few neg- negatives, but so that's, for the most part, it's a fucking awesome game. Yeah. 
Yeah. Waypoint did a really good job. Yeah. I hope they keep doing more River City Girls games. Yeah, it's dope. I liked it. Or River City Boys. Why not River City Boys? <laughs> um, yeah, not a lot of just like I don't know, just jumping. F- that one time we were trying to jump in that guy's like living room. There's a part where you try to get a steal a key from a security guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just trying to jump onto platforms. To platforms, it's kind of hard because it felt like kind of like slippery. I guess. Uh huh. I can't think of any other word, but that's how it felt. And it was kind of hard to like gauge where you gotta jump. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's really small negatives. Like it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's not a big deal. It wasn't a it wasn't a a game killer to the point like how other beat em ups we've played where it's just like, yeah, I'm done after like twenty minutes. Yeah. You know, we could have kept going, but it was actually pretty late. And yeah, I was super like, late. Yeah, I was like, oh fuck. I'm kinda done. But yeah. Oh yeah. Also another thing. For all you listening, if you happen to have an Amazon Prime account, I'm gonna recommend something. Kirby Enthusiasm, it's on there. Yeah, Kirby Enthusiasm is a good show, but Look, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you haven't logged on or attacked or watched anything on your Amazon Prime account, you should. Because there's a really good show. Log off your Netflix. You don't have to watch The Office for a hundredth time. Turn that shit off. Turn that bullshit fucking friends off. Yeah, take off friends after after, you know you know, when Chandler and Monica get together. After that the show kinda goes downhill, but there's still a couple of good episodes. Uh, of friends after that but like you know it kind of loses the magic after Chandler and Monica get married uh, but it's kind of cool uh, in an episode where Phoebe <clears throat> when she's like giving birth to her brother's kids shut the fuck up already god damn it sorry anyway there's a great fucking show on Amazon Prime called Fleabag I am in f- I am so into this show I recommend it I don't want to give too much away. Don't I? I really don't want to give too much of what it is. Phoebe Waller Bridge. She's she writes and stars in the show. My highest praise is just like I like comedy a lot. I like smart comedy and I like comedy where you can't or even storytelling where you kind of can't tell what's going on. And I've told you this before. Like sometimes I'll watch certain shows and I'll go like, oh man, this is a pretty good show. And after like the second, third season. It's super, like, you can kind of tell where it's going to go. Like, the punchline, I could see it five steps ahead. And yeah. It's not that funny. It's kind of cheap. I think this show is well-written, and I think it's really hard sometimes where it's a well-written show, a comedy, but also kind of having, like, dramatic moments to it. And I don't think it's that easy to kind of write something where the main character is talking to the audience without it seem hokey or cheesy or not well. Kind of think of a... Uh, um, only thing that comes to mind that actually did it well was like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Can't think of an, anything else. Something breaks the fourth wall. Like breaking the fourth wall, yeah. Yeah, it's not a lot. But... Fight Club. Huh? Fight Club. Yeah, it was more a movie though. But, it, I mean, it's still... Well, it's so was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> no, but like Fight Club, you know... There was Colin one show that I'm trying to too. remember though. Like they do talk, talk to the... Audience, I can't remember. But it's good. I highly recommend it. Go watch it. Yeah. Uh, don't watch it with if you have children. Don't watch What's it, it with children. Uh, Fleabag. <laughs> you never said the name. Did I not I say the name? Sorry. <laughs> the the show is called Fleabag. It's a uh, it's a British you said show. The girl's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a British show. 
It's uh, 26 minutes each episode each season, which is only two seasons, just six episodes. Honestly, you'll watch the first one, and you'll want to watch the second one, and well, you'll want to keep watching it. God damn it, Jesse. You what? say how much you praise about it. What the fuck's it about? I said I didn't want to give too much about away about it. I mean, you got to kind of give a premise, though. What is it? It's about a female. Mm-hmm. It's about family. Mm-hmm. How she kind of doesn't get along with her family. Okay. Uh, her problems with relationships. Okay. Uh, how she uses sex as uh, ways to cope with certain things. Perfect. And uh, it's uh, really well written. There you go. See, it's not and a spoiler. It's all, okay. And, uh, you know, it's also about uh, um, siblings, too. You know, life fathers shit, and yeah. mothers. Yeah, life shit. Yeah, you know what? I like that shit. Like, yeah. There's, I mean. Thank you for having me say it because I, I just didn't want to ruin it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, because uh, it's not really a comedy, but it's more of a drama with some comedy in it six yeah. feet under you ever watch that dude yeah I fucking show, it's fucking fantastic but it's so fucking sad yeah yeah you know what I mean because it deals with death it's a family yeah, that yeah. runs a uh, funeral home but it's a it's a great show and it's like it just deals with real life shit yeah death and like family and some sh- funny shit happens during tragedy tragedy mm, yeah uh yeah check that out too if you <laughs> it's a good show <laughs> Uh, so yeah, stop watching The Office on Netflix. Just delete your Netflix account and uh, get your Amazon Prime and watch Fleabag. Some good stuff. Hilarious. There's moments in Fleabag where I don't know where it's gonna go, yeah. and I I love that, you know. And maybe I might know where it's gonna go, but they, they she just does she just she's so she's so fucking charming. Yeah, she is. Like, just I just she's so good. Jesse's got a crush. No, I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I have a total fucking crush on her. <laughs> Hell yeah. One moment and you're gone. But I'll find you for too long. Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. So, Beto, I don't know. You're a part of this podcast, so I want to ask your opinion on something. Uh-huh. You know, Joe's not here to voice his opinion, but I would want to say that you know, you and me, we kind of speak for him as well, but I just want to gauge your interest on this. Interracial sex is disgusting. <laughs> is that what you're going to say? No? no? Oh, shit. Okay. No, you uh, horrible man. On behalf man. of Joe. <laughs> on behalf of Joe. That's what Joe would have said. Um, <laughs> Beth does not believe that. Um, do you feel as a host of Third Party Control Podcast that we should talk about BlizzCon and what they've been announced or there's been discussions lately and a lot of people say like do we cover Blizzard after their all, everything that kind of happened from the last couple episodes where we talked about them banning Blitzchung and stuff like that like uh, a lot of the guys from Easy Allies were kind of like I would be fine with not covering them you know 
Yeah, I mean, the more, the more, yeah, see, that's the thing, like, it's, you, the more you, the more you talk about it, the you, like, any publicity, is, any publicity is good publicity, like, that's, that's kind of what, mm-hmm. what, I'm pretty sure they, they don't care, they're, I feel like their stocks are gonna go up, like, no matter what, uh, you can talk bad about them, like, they're still, they're still in people's fucking minds and people's mouths, that it's, it's still getting around the word of them and that company still getting around whether mm. it's good or bad it's gonna I feel like it's still gonna bring attention to them so I mean I'm I don't care if we, if we talk about it or not but do you want to do you want to I mean we could just say two real quick things sure BlizzCon's going on there's some protesters yeah. there oh yeah yeah and they announced Overwatch 2 mm-hmm. and Diablo 4 so far it's Friday. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you know, I haven't really been reading up on it. Is mm. Overwatch 2 just an expanding what you already have, or I don't is know. it it's, a new thing? It's, I think it's a new game, but I feel like it's the same thing, because I saw, I saw a trailer for it, because I, I was randomly on Facebook today for some reason, I'm there on, on Facebook, and it was on, they were streaming, what's it, Jeff Kaplan? Is that his name? The guy that runs uh, the Overwatch stuff? I think so. But he was on there. He was. It was the panel for Overwatch. They introduced uh, Overwatch Two, and it just it was a CG trailer. Which I mean, it was cool. Like there's like some some there was some story to it. It was pretty. It was pretty strange seeing that because it's just Overwatch. Like I don't think anybody really knows the story of Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Just a casual player at least. Um, but it just seemed like the same thing, really. I didn't. I didn't see any gameplay footage. I saw. Some stuff that was gameplay footage, but it was like third person. It was it was more of like the when you see like in the arena yeah. type of game. So you see everybody playing. That's kind of what it, what it was. So you, I didn't see anything new. See, that's pretty much it when it comes to Blizzard news. I don't know. I feel like kind of don't want to support anymore. I don't really care about like politics and stuff, but like stuff that I don't know. Okay. That's why. That's why we have these discussions. Yeah. That's where we stand. I mean, I'm I'm not really big on Blizzard either, so I love Diablo Four and I like I enjoyed. You mean three? Three, yeah, Diablo Three, and I I enjoyed Overwatch for the time that I played it. No, I'm just like whatever. Like I don't care. You guys don't have phones. <laughs> So we reported this a while ago, but despite announcing The Last of Us Part 2 on 2002's release date just a few weeks ago, PlayStation and Naughty Dog have confirmed delays for the highly anticipated sequel. The Last of Us Part 2 has been delayed to May 29th, 2020. Naughty Dog's Neil Druckmann, who also serves as creative director on Part 2, confirmed in a PlayStation blog post. Let me cut to the chase and get to the news out of the way. The Last of Us Part 2 has a new release date of May 29th, 2020, Druckmann wrote. I know it was just about a month ago when we had our big blowout for the game, letting media play over two hours two hours of it, along with debuting our new story trailer and revealing the release date. The positive response we saw from our community was overwhelming. You can feel the energy among the team members. After working on something for so many years, it's invigorating to get a glimpse of validation for all the hard work. Druckmann said that despite that recent announcement of a February release date for the sequel, we realized we simply didn't have enough time to bring the entire game up to a level of polish we would call Naughty Dog quality. The rest of his note read, 
However, it was during the last few weeks as we were closing our section of the game that we realized we simply didn't have enough time to bring the entire game up to the level of polish we would call Naughty Dog quality. At this point, we were faced with two options, compromise part of the game or get more time. We went with the latter, and this new release date allows us to finish everything to our level of satisfaction while also reducing stress on the team. While we're relieved that we won't have to compromise our vision, we're disappointed that we weren't able to avoid this exact situation. We wish we could have foreseen the amount of polish we needed, but the size and scope of this game got the better of us. We hate disappointing our fans, and for that, we're sorry. We hope you understand that this additional time ensures that The Last of Us Part 2 lives up to our collective ambition, as well as our quality commitment to the highest level of quality. We know the extra few months will add what may already have been excruciating weight for all of us. We are grateful for your patience and continued support. Come next May, we will finally rejoin Ellie in The Last of Us Part 2. Was it two months ago? Uh, yeah, uh, it was supposed to be February, March, yeah, what two? Yeah, it was February. Um, now, I did say previously, it's like, oh, finally, just give a release date. But for me, it was just more, it's, it's just been so long. But how do you feel about the delay? I don't care. But I mean, I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not a fan of the game. I, I enjoyed parts of it. I never finished it. But, um, I don't like, I think, I think you've said it too. If you delay it, it's, I mean, it's better than having a, a, a rushed game. A rushed game and then having having it be shitty. Yeah. So they just like, it's only a couple of months, really. If it was a year, then I'd be like, oh shit, they're they're, they're really behind if, that, mm. if that, they delayed it that long. But it's what three month delay. It's I mean, it's only gonna make the game run better. Yeah. I feel. I mean, I, I can understand the disappointment. Like, man, I was looking forward to it coming out in February. But for me, my first thought was, oh, didn't they announce the date like a month ago? Yeah. And then my second one was like, oh sweet, I don't have to spend money in February. Yeah, it, it, it pushes it out because there's a lot of games coming out that those beginning year of January that like, oh yeah, cool. Like I, I'm a big fan of just like, hey, give the developers time. Look, I, I don't want them to have to crunch to get the game out, and like this mm -hmm. will put less stress on them. But they're still gonna, they're still gonna crunch. Oh yeah, you know that shit's still gonna happen. Yeah, but like to not have as much is better than rushing it. You know, um. Yeah, I'm completely fine with it. I I really don't understand when people get like overly pissed off. I could see like being like, "Oh man, I want to play that. That sucks." But you're only gonna get a better game. Yeah. You know, it's not like it's like, well, we got three more months, but the game's gonna be even shittier. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, imagine we were gonna release it earlier because it was good, but now we release it later, but it's bad. But I'm sorry. <laughs> it's gonna be bad. It's like <laughs> we're, we're getting more time. It's gonna be shit. Um. Yeah, when they delay games, it doesn't really bother me anymore. Like, especially like if if they announced fucking today that Stranding's delayed another month, and I was like, whatever, that's fine. Like, I'm, I'm still gonna get it. Yeah, it's not a big deal to me. Not anymore. I mean, I don't, I don't think it ever really was a big deal for me anymore. Maybe like, I think the last time that it was actually not a big deal, but a, I was like, oh man, I wish it was out already. I think they they delayed Grand Theft Auto Four. I think. I think someone reminded me about Grand Theft Auto 5 being delayed and I was just like f I remember 4 I'm pretty sure 5 yeah. got delayed I but think they've all been delayed yeah yeah but I was just like I was just like oh man I want to play it but yeah. I wasn't I didn't make a big deal out of it 
Do you remember the time where you heard about a game delay? Maybe when you were starting off games and be like, what the fuck? Do you, I don't remember ever being mad. No. Like how most people get mad on no. the internet. Um, before we move on to the next thing, um, I, I forgot. They also announced before that that there's not going to be... Before the, the delay, uh, they were talking about that there's not going to be any multiplayer in this. They might be doing multi... They're going to be working on multiplayer separately. But releasing maybe at a later time. They don't know how. Not not any information on that. But at launch for The Last of Us Part 2 is not going to have multiplayer. So you did have some people kind of get upset about that. Because they did promise that like I think a few years ago. Uh. Uh, but for me it's the same thing. It's just like if it's going to put less. If it's going to put more people in the single player to get that main game done and out. And they're not going to put as much resources in the multiplayer, but w- delay that for way later. Maybe like I don't know how long. I'm fine with that too. Yeah. You know. And, and I, but I, he- I remember hearing that I never played the multiplayer for The Last of Us, but I remember hearing a lot of good things. I just never jumped on it. And I don't think I would have jumped on this one either. So yeah. Just work on the. It w- the yeah. This, I feel like it's, it's, it would have been like outdated because uh, it was. I remember hearing like. Some some friends, my old coworkers, saying how they they really enjoyed The Last of Us uh, multiplayer. But I remember playing. I, I didn't play that, but I played the uh, Uncharted one, and it was a lot of fun. Mm. But uh, it, it's 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 kind of I don't know. It's it's a little slower moving. Yeah. So it's it, I'm, I I could see people playing it, but not as but not as many people staying on the game. I remember playing it a little bit. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. But do you remember this? We'll play it because it's kind of relevant to what we're talking about. Metal Gear Solid 4. Don't get me started. No, actually, actually, I'm telling you, again, after playing, right, after playing Mario Galaxy this week, huh? this is Metal Gear, I consider, I consider this good news. Really? Yeah. Really, do you walk to work or carry your lunch? <laughs> well, I don't know. Apparently, somehow, <laughs> we froze. Sean maybe is frozen. Is that like a sort of, is that a weird sexual joke I don't get? No, it's like, what the fuck? How does Mario have anything to do? It is a what the fuck. Garnet, let do me... you dingle dangle banana man penguin time? <laughs> Garnet, let me explain my controversial statement. Okay. I was <laughs> talking about a... It was a old one up episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that's Garnet Lee. <laughs> yeah. Shane Shaw, Bettenhausen Shaw and Sean Baby. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, was Gar- Garnet pissed off that they delayed it again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's what laughs> it does. I mean, people can have their reactions. That's yeah, completely yeah. fine, you know. But I wonder what it was because I don't know. I feel like well, well, I remember. I remember if I remember correctly, Metal Gear was supposed to come out, and then the, like, it got delayed like another year. Yeah. See, that's Something the last like time that. I think. I don't know, it, yeah, it doesn't delays don't happen that long for for that long a period. Anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just a couple months. All I remember was. I know the release date. <laughs> the release date of Metal Gear Solid Four uh, was the same day, I think, of when the Incredible Indian. Hulk came out. I thought it was Indiana Jones. No, Incredible Hulk. Okay, which one? The Nor- Edward Norton. The Edward Norton one, because I remember watching Incredible Hulk. But I, that day, I played all day Metal Gear, then played one to go watch the Midnight. That's when it was oh, Midnight yeah, for Incredible yeah, Hulk, yeah. and then continuing playing fucking Metal Gear after that. I think I was halfway already through Metal Gear 4 when I went to go watch the Hulk. It was the same day, too? Yeah. Holy shit. That was crazy, man. Analog has announced the Analog Pocket, a stylish third-party handheld that will play Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance games. It will be available in 2020 for $199.99. 
designed by the same team that released the excellent Super NT and Mega SG consoles, the Analog Pocket has a similar philosophy to allow you to play cartridge-based retro games in the best possible quality, without any emulation. In this case, Analog promises that the Pocket will play every Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance game out of the box. Cartridge adapters will apparently allow the Pocket to play the likes of Game Gear, Neo Geo Pocket Color, and Atari Linux games too. The Pocket will display those games on a 3.5-inch LCD screen, 10 times the resolution of the original Game Boy. Analog claims that there has never been a display this advanced in video game system. Alongside the cartridge playback, the Pocket will also include a synthesizer sequencer called NanoLoop, used for music creation and live performance. Analog will also release the Analog Dock, which works similarly to the Nintendo Switch, allowing you to directly output the Pocket display to your TV. Games can be played with wireless 8-bit duo controllers or wired USB controllers. No price has been revealed for the dock. Uh, I brought this up because I'm looking forward to this. Um, I've always wanted to get one of the analog consoles. Uh, but with a lot of the, you know, Sega Genesis Classic Minis, Super Nintendo Classic Minis, and, and NES ones, um, even though I can play my own cartridge in a non-emulation you know, software, I still want to get one of those, but I haven't really jumped the gun because I have these other things that I could either like mod and put the games in there. Yeah. But with this one, Nintendo hasn't really released any type of Game Boy player type of thing. You know, like I know they've made a Game Boy player for like Super Nintendo and the, and, and the GameCube, but yeah. um, this is intriguing to me. Like I'm looking forward to this. I, I really want to get this. Because I also have a Neo Geo Pocket Color. Mm -hmm. And then, dude, that thing is a beast. As in, like, I have batteries in there probably for the past almost more than a year. And they're still fully charged. Really? Like, you can have them in a Neo Geo and they're, they're still work. Like, they won't drain. It's mm -hmm. crazy. But it's just, like, with any old Game Boy or Game Boy Advance that didn't have a backlight, there's just no light. So I want to get the adapters to be able to play those Neo Geo games in, in, in a light and in, in a sharper screen and also you know there's a lot of stuff I, I mean I have two Game Boy SPs that have the backlight I could play my Advance I could play my my you know uh, uh, Game Boy games but just having it all in one and then yeah. display on my TV yeah, and then we can like stream stuff we can stream like Castlevania Belmont's Revenge and stuff like I would like to do stuff like that yeah that's what's intriguing. And having that synthesizer, that's actually pretty fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, I saw you show me the yeah. show for that. That's pretty cool. So, like, something like that. And, and, yeah, you know, a lot of people... I'm seeing a lot of people online saying, like, oh, man, it's $200. That's, like, super expensive. I get it. $200 isn't something like, oh, that's easy to spend, but... It does a lot of if shit. You were, if you were to mod... Because there's a lot of places you can go to. Like, our favorite places we go to, like, uh, Pastime Legends. They have modded old, uh, like, Game Boys... Or Game Boy Colors that have the backlit Back screens, layout. but those units on their own will be anywhere from 200, maybe 150, 200 bucks. That's just one. That's just one, you know. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's not cool to get. It's still cool to get, you know. It's awesome because you're still having the old system. But I think this the analog pocket. I think is really cool because it's just like you can do all that on yeah. it. And then you have to buy the the stuff and and, and the dock separately. What what uh so is 
Game Boy Advance. Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. Uh, then you get an adapter if you want to play Sega Game Gear games. Oh, okay. Neo Geo Pocket and Atari Linux. Pot Mini or whatever it's called. I, I forgot. But uh, and having that synthesizer, I think it's really cool. I, I might, you know, bite the bullet on that one. That'll be my first analog system, you know. Yeah, it'd be cool to have one of those too. I'd, it's, I'm, I'd be interested in getting it too. Um, but what, what do you think of it? Like, I'm more curious. Like, to like, what no, you it's, think? It's cool. Like, I, I wouldn't mind because honestly, you do, if even if you try buying each of those consoles, it's gonna be about the same amount of money. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you can buy a, a Game Boy Advance and it plays all the other shit. But if uh, I don't know, even just buying fucking who, who, how much is a fucking uh, Neo Geo? I want to say Pretty the sure one the I have is a right? hundred something. Yeah, so it's like I think I don't remember well, you how can much get, like, I got a Game it Boy, for. A Game Boy SP or Game Boy Advance for like what sixty bucks? Mm-hmm. If you mod it, or you can buy it modded, one hundred and fifty bucks. So it's got the same price. Like I would, yeah. it's and you saying it's not emulation? That's what, yeah. Analog is always known for not having emulation. Yeah, it's so that's no fucking, hardware. That's that's dope. Yeah, I, I would have. That's you're paying for the fucking. For all that, for the for the quality, I feel. I've been following Analog on Twitter, and they are always posting videos from yeah. what they capture off the device. That's cool. So it's really cool. Okay. Uh, when's it coming out? Uh, it's coming out in 2020. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't think there's a firm release date, and orders should be coming soon, but I don't know when. Is it gonna be like limited? Or no, no, right? They make them like you pre- you pre-order it, so you can be like in the first batch, you know, kind of thing. So it's kind of like a. Made to order kind of thing. Yeah, I'm, in a way, I think. I, for, I, don't, I this is gonna be my first one, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's made to like, there you know, order it and then like, okay, we're gonna get the first, let's say, a thousand out by March. You know, is my guess. And then okay. it's not like it's only available this time. That's it. We're never making any more. Cause if I, I think I could just get one of the super NTs ones and. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, even even this thing like because you said you could connect it to your TV, buying an adapter for all those for the the Game Boy Advance, all that shit. Mm-hmm. That's got those, those cost like what, what they 30, 40 bucks. Yeah, especially um, with the GameCube one. <laughs> you got a GameCube. Uh, someone we're a big fan of during the One Up days, um, Jeremy Parrish. Mm-hmm. He has his you know Retronauts. he yeah he does he's a part of Retronauts, but also does like his. You know, uh, Game Boy NES works. He does like N64 works, where he's like, he's going through the history of a lot of the handheld stuff, but yeah. like he'll do 64. It's a great channel. It's like, yeah. Jeremy Paris, go check it out. I really on like YouTube? it a lot. Yeah, it's on oh, YouTube. Shit, know that. Yeah, he does a lot of cool stuff, you know. Cool. Um, but he's going through a lot. Of, he does a lot of like Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. He started the Game Boy Advance stuff. Um, he did, uh, <laughs> he did a uh, Virtual Boy. Right? And Virtual Boy's library isn't huge. Mm-hmm. And I think I remember because I follow him on Twitter. And he's starting to get people complaining about, like, why aren't you doing any more Virtual Boy <laughs> games? And he's just like, I did them all. <laughs> I did them all. How many were there? Like 16 or something? Maybe less? I want to say 13 or 16. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's 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 funny that he was talking about that. <laughs> but he, he was really excited about this because he's like, oh, if I could connect this, and it's, it's easier for him to capture... Like the stuff yeah, for, yeah. for what he's gonna it's do. More modern technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, you know. Yeah. So I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Also, check out Retronauts. His podcast is really good. Yeah, Retronauts is really good. Sometimes, like, I'll listen to Retronauts and I'm like, oh, that's a good idea, but I'm like, I don't want to do it because they've done it already. 
And I think we've done stuff and they've done it too. Like, I mean, everyone does like, oh, we're going to talk about Metal Gear. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, it's like subjects, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I did take one thing from, because he did do the music thing. You know how I like at music and I talk about it? Yeah. I did take that. Oh, you did that? Uh, yeah, you I'm, not, I'm, not unique, bitch. I'm not unique in that area. Oh, some press too. Were you really? No. Fuck oh, no. Okay. No, I'm joking. <laughs> All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, Engadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. You've been listening to 3PC News. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Couple of days, man. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. we've had to deal with this fire. We're in the living hell. Yeah, we've had to escape a zombie-infested town. You know, barely made it by the skin of our toes. Teeth. Skin of our teeth. Is that what it's called? Skin of our teeth. Hey, but it's no sweat off my sack. Hey. But you know, uh, something kind of crazy happened. What's that? You know what happened. Reviews for Death Stranding. Yes, they have. Hideo Kojima's Death Stranding game has had a week early review. Nothing now, but mediocre reviews. Yeah. Now, that's what I wanted to talk about this week yeah. on this podcast. Now, when this goes up, it's Wednesday. Yes. Death Stranding will be releasing this Friday. Mm-hmm. So, looking on the Metacritic site right now, Death Stranding has gotten 73 reviews, and it's at an 84 right now. Not bad. Not bad. But it's gotten some, you know, 11 mixed reviews at yeah. 15%, to one negative, 1% review, and 61 positive at 83%. Now, the reason I bring this up is I want to talk about reviews in general, the conversation that's been going on today about reviews, because, well, we're recording this. It's Friday. Right, and so it's blowing up, you know, in the world of gaming at the moment. Yeah. The discussion of Death Stranding, people talking Eight about days it before it's released. Yeah, and and you're getting a lot of people going like, "Oh, I can't explain the game, but it's great," or oh, "I can't explain the game, but it's not great," and whatever. You know, a lot of these reviews, I'm just looking at the scores. I kind of don't want to read it because yeah. hey, it's a, it's a week away. I don't want anything ruined, even yeah. if they're like. Yeah, and the part where the cat throws up, and you're like, I don't want to know about a cat throwing up. This cat throwing up on us. Man. I can't play this. I can't play this game at all. Now, as you know, Bethel, I'm a fan of Mr. Hideo Kojima. As am I. Yeah, and we're fans of uh, his Metal Gear Solid series. Um, I'm also a big fan of, you know, Police Knots and Snatchers. I don't know if you got around to playing I never those got games. Around to it, but they're very interesting, but I did enjoy uh, Zone of the Enders. Yeah, and yeah, Zone of the Enders. And, you know, with Police Knots and Snatchers, like, it showed me that he, I was very accustomed to his Metal Gear, but I was able to see something completely different from him, and but still have that level of what I enjoy about his games. Now, uh, what am I going to feel about Death Stranding? I don't know. Uh, I have a lot of people, and you know, rightfully so, if they think this way, uh, I understand. 
they think I'll probably be biased about yeah. Death Stranding when it comes out. Mm-hmm. But I'll be 100% honest with you, Beto. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be real with you right now. I'm going to be 100% real with you. My anticipation for this game is in the middle. I'm really not like, I can't wait till Friday. I want to yeah, play it. Like it's, it's, like I, it's next week, but I'm just like, okay. I know it's coming out. I know it's a Hideo Kojima game. But I'm more in the camp of kind of, I know he can do other games. That's yeah. not what I'm worried about, yeah. you know? But also, I know the kind of games that Kojima makes aren't the kind of games that are... They're not mainstream. Mainstream. They're not it regular. douchey, but yeah. Not, but not even that. The kind of games he makes aren't the norm. And I was having a discussion today with one of our good friends, uh, Scott Smith. Uh-huh. And he was kind of joking about some of the reviews and everything. Dude, I'm in the defense. People are getting mad because of the IGN review that gave it a 6.1, yeah. right? Was it? Six point eight or something. Somewhere in the six. And you know, some people are like, "Oh, it's fucking guys so I don't even like video games." You know, or they give it to the one fucking guy who fucking hates he Kojima. Does this, he does all the sports stuff. He, he doesn't d- even play. Anything. This fucking guy likes Imagine Baby's party. Which didn't you show me a little meme that showed Imagine Baby's party had a better part, score? Ba- baby parties or whatever. Baby fuck? party had yeah, a imagine, better score. Yeah, had a better score. But that's there. the thing about reviews, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that later, but. I think with how divisive, you know, I was talking to Scott, with how divisive Death Stranding is getting in reviews right now, and I want to say it's more positive than negative, to be honest. Yeah, it is. But even that, like, that's the thing is, like, it's not, I don't think it's bad. Not everything has to get 100%, you know? Not everyone's going to love the same thing. And what I like about Kojima games is that you don't know what it is, really, or what kind of game it is. Unless it's Metal Gear, you know it's a stealth game, you know? But that's, that's the very basic plot. That's the very basic plot. Um, but with this, I was I was kind of telling Scott, like, I, I, I sent him, like, this whole dialogue thing that had a blank, and I said, is one of the best multiplayer shooters around with game mechanics that let you level up during multiplayer or enjoy the robust single-player mode. While doing that, your leveling system will upgrade you with new abilities and ways to keep your character healthy. You can place any type of shooter game or even a sci-fi shooter title on that what I just remarked. Yeah. What I just said could have been put on any game. Not any game, but certain games many that have games. those, but many games. Right? You can do that. With people kind of getting like, I've been seeing some people going like, well, what the fuck is this game? I can understand the frustration. But at the same time, like, isn't it fun that we don't know? Yeah. Isn't it fun that we're going to get something that's not, you can't just whittle it down to great multiplayer shooter that also has a robust single player game with uh, great leveling up mechanics, which you can use to level up your stats, to level up your health, and give you new abilities as you progress through the game. You hear that in a good portion of reviews for games or reviews for certain types of genres. I think it's awesome to have something like Death Stranding where no one knows what the fuck it is and even people who are giving high scores for it are going, "Ah," they're either not explaining it completely because due to the fact of not wanting to spoil something, but like, isn't it fun 
isn't yeah. it kind of like great? Like we don't know what's gonna go on. Yeah, and for all, for you, all I know, oh wait, go. No, because everybody now like they want to know now. Like what what is this now? What is like it? there's a trailer? Okay, that was a cool trailer. What but what is it though? Yeah, and like fucking wait for it. Like I remember when Super Eight came out. I remember Super Eight the trailer yeah. for it. Like what the fuck is this? Then you yeah. watch it. Like oh okay, I got. And pe- yeah. I remember people going, "It's a superhero movie." It's yeah, a superhero movie. But that's like it's, there's so much mystery to it. You watch it, and you're like, oh okay, it was it was an enjoyable movie. It's yeah. like nothing. I didn't know what the fuck it was about. I watched it. Now I know. Not like these fucking all these comic book movies. All every every fucking big budget movie that's out now. I'm talking about movies because yeah. this is what I notice. Uh, every big budget movie that you see. The trailer of you already kind of know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like you have a you have a a, a b- bigger understanding of what's going on in that plot than than in I mean this Death Stranding like yeah like it's very vague right now with the with Death Stranding like but since people have been fed that like that fucking all that information in those newer trailers they're so used to that they're like what the fuck is this why aren't you telling me what the fuck it is yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, that's how I feel like everybody is right now like here, just play it. Here, here's the thing, and it, and this is also if we're sticking with the movie formula. Um, I mean, I don't think have I been vocal about this on this podcast. I don't know. <clears throat> the about last Star Wars trade for interracial marriage. Yes. No, I didn't say that. Oh. Uh, the last Star Wars movie I didn't like. I thought it was yeah. complete dog shit. It, but but I... if people liked it, I'm completely fine with it. But the new Star Wars. Rise of Skywalker trailer happened. People were pissed. Like, what was that? It doesn't. <laughs> like, what was that? Yeah. It didn't give me any information. And I was just kind of like, isn't that cool though? Like, we we're going into this not knowing anything. Yeah. Like he, that's at least the one thing I like that J.J. Abrams did is just like he, he doesn't like to give anything away. Yeah. It could be a big pile of dog shit, you know. But yeah. I just like the idea of like, yeah, Mystery, they didn't yeah, tell like, me yeah. anything. I don't know what that is. And you know what? I Last Jedi was a big pile of shit in my eyes. I think Ryan Johnson fucking did not do a great job. But his next movie, Knives Out, that looks fucking cool. What is it? The murder mystery with the family. You haven't seen it? Oh, that's his with the Chris. With, with Captain Hemsworth. Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a ton yeah, of people in it. Yeah, that that fucking movie looks great. I liked his movie Looper. Looper is good. You know? But his Star Wars movie, not, did not enjoy. Other people did, completely cool. That's fine, right? But even that, that was that, that looked like it was a cool premise. I'm like, dude, I want to watch yeah. this movie. This guy made one of the Star Wars movies I did not like, <laughs> but I will watch his next movie because that looks good, right? Um, but sometimes isn't it just fun not to know? We're just yes, so used, is. you know, to like. Yeah, one of the bigger games right now is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And don't get me wrong, to me, that doesn't look bad. It looks good. I haven't purchased it yet because I'm waiting for a sale because there's so many games coming out. Yeah. But, like, you already know what you're going to get with a Call yeah. of Duty. I hear, dude, I, I heard somebody talking about it at GameStop when I go, when I go by uh, Luigi's Mansion. Uh-huh. He's, he just talked about, like, it, he pretty much sold it for me. Like, I, like, oh, I really? want it, but I, I'm not going to get it until it's cheap. But, but he's talking about how the story is. And like he said, it was like it, he played it. I was like, it's really fucking good. Like it's it's nice to see this mm. change from fucking from a Call of Duty game. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I'll get it, but like when it's cheap. All I'm hearing is people bitching about multiplayer. But I, every Call Service? of Duty, everyone always bitches about multiplayer. Not even that, just in oh. general. I fucking get spawn cams. Fucking get spawned and just oh, fucking yeah, kill me. Yeah. I'm like that happens all the time, That's which every, still yeah. sucks. I'm not saying it doesn't suck, 
But uh, um, but yeah, when it comes to that, like, are you offended that Kojima's people, some people gave like Edgy gave it a six point nine or whatever? Why? I'm like, it's I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking care. It's not gonna stop me from playing that game. And for all I know, dude, I'll play the game and be like, it's, and talk about it here and be like, it was okay. Yeah, it's not my favorite Kojima game. You know, like, and and I remember even too, like, everyone knew who who I grew up with or, or people I knew knew how big of a Metal Gear fan I was. Yeah. We'll go, whoa, hey, this guy doesn't like Metal Gear. And I go, like, cool. Yeah. Like, it's not it's for anybody. Game. I worked at a video game store. And, like, I wouldn't, I, you know, I would only recommend Metal Gear if someone's tastes fell in that area, you know? And I would never just be like, this is great because this is great, you know? Um, Because I like it. I think it's better. I'd always, yeah. always just kind of see, you know, Stuff like that, but I'm, you know, I, and I think that's one of the one things I wanted to ask you too was, what is your feeling on review scores? Um, about review scores, how different outlets kind of go their way of, of making them, and people's fans' reactions to reviews. I really don't care about the fans' reactions to the reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, how the but I can't make. Oh, has anyone done a reaction video to a review? <laughs> Uh, Dude, we could be the first ones to do reactions to reviews. IGN's ridiculous review yeah. 6.8. What the fuck do you mean it doesn't have good multiplayer? Um, this game I haven't played yet has great multiplayer. <laughs> I, don't know, the re- I mean, reviews help in a way like uh, if I want. like I'm. So there's a game that I want to get that I'm expecting. Like, like let's say Death Stranding, for example. I'm seeing pretty decent reviews. Uh, it's still gonna. It, it. I think it helps me decide on whether I want, I want to buy the game. It does, but if it would have got, it's weird. Like I, I still want to try it because like like I want to see how what what Kojima did with this game. So it's like an anticipated game. If it would have got shitty reviews, I think I would have still bought it. Yeah. Because I want to see what it is. Like why do people yeah. not like it? Like what maybe, is maybe there's something it? that I I like about it that I'll, yeah. I'll enjoy. Because like even Jim Sterling, Jim Sterling sometimes like. He loves games that are fucking reviewed really shitty. He's like this. I don't know. Like, I really enjoyed this game. Like he talks about, but he didn't talk down on, no. on people who review something. No, no. But he's saying yeah. like he, he just oh, kind of yeah. goes against the grain sometimes. Like yeah, oh, yeah. like like this is getting bad reviews, but I'm actually enjoying it like more than I thought. Like, like yeah, yeah. The, 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 consider, considering the reviews, I'm like I'm, I'm still it's, it's a fun game. Yeah. So for me, it's just like I, don't know, I I see reviews, but they don't really. Yeah, if it's a game that I'm I'm waiting for, like uh, if it gets review good reviews, I'm like, cool, I'll get it. It yeah. makes me want to buy it more. But I don't know. I'm kind of like I'm on the fence. Like sometimes it does sell sell the game for me. Sometimes it doesn't. I think you kind of pointed out too what what for me I think is important too when it comes to I kinda, reviews. I kind of changed my my opinion on that <laughs> a couple of times because I started I started thinking I was like, yeah, sometimes it does help me buy the game. Sometimes it doesn't. Well, sometimes you're just kind of like, I think for me, if it's if it's a game I'm unsure of, right? It's yeah. like, I'm not sure about this game, but out of nowhere, people are saying, dude, check, dude, this, like, this game comes out of nowhere, and like, oh, you should check this out, it's getting good reviews. It's like, it it does intrigue you, like, oh, what is this yeah. that people are talking about? Great example, uh, a, a Plague's Tale. Yeah. Like, that was like, I remember barely hearing about it, and then like, dude, Jim Sterling was like, dude, you got, this game's actually pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I yeah. fucking rushed to. I tried to find what store had it. Yeah. 
and I freaking yeah. I remember that that yeah. week that it came out. There's so much hype. Like yeah, like, and like I out of nowhere it up too. And I loved it. I yeah. thought it was fantastic because I wanted something new. I wanted something fresh. But I think you made a good point too. And and like us bringing up Jim Sterling is, as we know that guy's tastes in games. So mm-hmm. if he recommends something, I'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. Like I'll oh okay I'll check this out. Not all the time, but I know his taste on certain things. He's really into wrestling, but I'm not really. Yeah. And if he were to be like, this is the best wrestling game ever, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. Because it's just not you're not you're not because I know what he's into, and I think that's what made a lot of stuff that I loved like podcasts in the beginning. Like we're big fans of of like One Up, and when the One Up show was out, you'd hear people, and we talked about like Jeremy Parrish or you know Shane Bettenhausen, you know Garnet Lee, James Milky, just all these guys. You know they would talk about something, and you got to you know learn about them, understand what they like, and then if you're like Oh, Shane is like overly indulgent in this type of thing. Yeah. Like he's recommending it, but I'm not that big on it, yeah, so I'm yeah, not yeah. gonna go for. It. Or oh, dude, he's really into this, or just like, oh, dude, James Milky was talking about you know this stuff. Like, oh, I'm gonna try this out. You yeah, know, like yeah. you get to learn it like a friend. Like you're talking to a friend at school, or or just a buddy you hang out with about games. If you have a friend that you get to know and you know the taste of, like what he enjoys. You're gonna go with his opinion because you get to you get to learn more about him. Mm-hmm. You you know what he likes and it, and and it intrigues you. And there's been times where um, I've had people hit me up. Uh, you know, if you're listening to this show, you know my taste in games. You know Bethel's taste in games, and you know Joe's taste in games. Um, you know Bethel's huge into the MLB the show. Mm-hmm. If Bethel says that MLB the show 2020 is not good. Then you're like, okay, dude, he really loved 2019. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to get 2020 because, dude, he was so into 2019. He's yeah. saying that it's not as full featured and it's missing all this. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm going to avoid it. If I kind of never play it and go like, hey, 2020 was dope. You know, like you're going to be like, well, no, Bethel said it wasn't good. So yeah. I want to go with Bethel's opinion because he's more into it. You know, just our tastes in different things, you know, especially if I was just like, men's all right. I don't play Madden, you know, but it's just, that's, what's cool about stuff like this. Like doing podcasts, people get to know like what we enjoy. And I've actually had people like thank us for recommendations. Oh, nice. Cool. I had someone say like, yeah, Bethel talked about river city, read some, the one on 3ds. Yeah. Tokyo rumble. Yeah. And Tokyo rumble. I I fucking went to go get it. It It's awesome. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I've had a few people like tell me like, dude, I tried this game and it was great. I I had a recently like a, a coworker, like, dude, I, I kind of want to, like, get a game, you know? I want to buy one. And I'm just like, okay. I'm like, well, what do you like? And he's just talking about certain things. Like, yeah, I just want something, you know, not too crazy expensive. And I'm like, and I just went, try Undertale. And he's like, he's like, oh, what's that? And I explained it to him. He's like, oh, okay. But, like, a part of me was just, like, Undertale, like, a lot of people recommend it. But I feel like they just go, like, try, try Undertale, you know? But I kind of tried to figure out what he was into. Yeah, and I was like, "Hey, try Undertale," but I kind of gave him a uh, a way out. I was like, "Hey, dude, if you don't like it, I'll buy it back. I'll buy it from you." And he's just like, "Oh, okay." And then, like within like the next day, he's just like, "This game speaks to me." <laughs> and he showed me. He showed, he sent me like a little scene from the game, and I'm like, "Glad you like it, man." And he's just he just talks about it with me all the time when he can. That's cool. And I was like, "Cool." And then like you know, under, like he was really enjoying it. So that that's cool. You know, I usually like. Yeah. I like doing stuff like that, you know. Like, it's really but there, cool. there, there's definitely some people that review uh, games that I that I'll look f- 
at their review specifically because I like yeah. them. Like Easy Allies. Yeah. Easy Allies for me is a perfect example of like I like all those guys and and I, I like a lot of the same stuff that they like. So if I see that they give a game a good review, it, it gets me more interested in buying that game. Yeah. Like uh, what was it? Control. They gave it a pretty good review. Yeah. And like fuck that. And I saw some of the some of the game gameplay footage. Uh, and it it it's made me want to get it, but mm-hmm. I didn't get it. But it's just like it's well, it's I one of those like, games that I'm, I want to get in a, in the future. I mean, stuff like that. If we have to kind of go off on a little tangent, Control, and I feel like the Outer Worlds, those games came out at a bad time because there's too many games yeah. <laughs> coming yeah. out. Like I, I was like this close to getting it today, but I was just like no, because I got Death Stranding's like in a, a couple of days and. I got Luigi's Mansion. It's just going to be sitting there. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's just balancing all these things, you know? But. That's like those those December games, late December games. Yeah. Yeah. Late December or January when you have, like, Christmas money. I mean, yeah. I don't get Christmas money or anything, but, you know, for kids it's awesome. Like, oh, I got gift cards or I got, you know, point cards or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, but any other uh, thing on reviews? Huh? They're a good guide. Yeah, reviews. That's what I'm saying. It's like reviews are. You're right. You're right. You, you fucking you nailed it on the head, man. Bam. They're a great guide. You know, it leads you on the path, but you could stray from the path. Exactly. You don't have to follow it, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's just like uh, treating it like friends. You know your friends. You, the people treating it like friends from. is a piece of shit show. All right, cool, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean. That's the thing. Don't get mad at other people's reviews, man. Who cares? That's just good. I like. I, I want to channel Joe, and Joe's like, "Don't be a little bitch. <laughs> don't don't fucking death threats and all." I know Joe gets really mad about that shit. Oh yeah. When people just complain. Well, and then stu- I mean, it's stupid. Like it's. It uh, is. No, I agree. I don't know. You don't have to say everything you think about. <laughs> you don't have to fucking display your thoughts on fucking. Yeah. On social media. Because my first thing was, like, the IGN review, right? That's the biggest thing right now. People are yeah, like, IGN yeah. gave it this. Um, for me, and it's like, just like, I think they're just making up for other times that they gave <laughs> to Iowa score. And I was just thinking, oh, who reviewed it? Was uh-huh. it, like, these people that I know from IGN? Yeah. And then it was someone I did not know. And I was just like, okay, I, I don't know who this guy is. Yeah, I don't so know what kind of yeah. stuff he likes. So I don't Maybe wanna... he's going through a fucking break and I mean break breakup and he hates it. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't like fucking Norman Reedus. Maybe or maybe like you know, it's like are you gonna take us uh Maybe uh, he's mad that Conan O'Brien's in it. Probably. Maybe he hates Conan O'Brien because Conan O'Brien slept with his mom when she was in high oh, college. Oh shit. And never called him. And that's actually his dad. <sighs> Bonin O'Brien. Bonin O'Brien. <laughs> it's like getting a review. It's like getting a review from somebody where you're like, dude, I want to find out where the best breakfast place is in California. And they're like, hey, I went to the one of the claimed best breakfast places, but I hate breakfast. I'm more of a lunch person. You know, I was just like, well, why are you reviewing this? <laughs> it's like their pancakes are just too sweet. I don't like them. Yeah. Actually, I don't my like review pancakes. of Madden 2020. It fucking sucks. I don't know how to play it. I've never. I'm not even. It doesn't. Why doesn't it play like Call of Duty? Why can't I have a gun? <laughs> why can't I shoot like the last, football? Did you ever watch the Last Boy Scout growing up? Is it Bruce Willis? Was that one? Bruce Willis and uh, Damon Wayans. No. The beginning is like they're at a football game. It's raining, and the dude's running the ball right to get a touchdown. He pulls out a gun and he shoots the def- <laughs> shoots the guy. In the, I remember you telling me that the defensive players. Yeah, I, that's all I remember. I, it made you laugh. 
because I was like, why the fuck did that happen? Like, as a kid, you don't know what the fuck. Like, it's an action movie. Like, I don't know yeah. what. I saw it when I was like six. I was like, "What's going on? Why is he? Why did he shoot? They were just playing a game." But uh, I think before it? that, there's like a they're plotting a murder. Well, that's gonna be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail dot com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Yes, it's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a three. Thanks for listening. I am your host Jesse P.S. Libra with Beto Sparza. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. But yeah, well, that's going to be it for this week in Third Party Controller Podcast. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns. Sorry. What? I got some, Jesse. Yeah? No, what'd you do? I'm going to do it on here. Um, Jesse has not had chili cheese Fritos in fucking 15 years, maybe. And uh, I wanted, I bought him a bag of chili cheese fritos so he could try them. And uh, I kind of decided to do it. I wanted, I kind of decided to do it um, on the show today. So, we, Jesse, a long time ago, had a bad experience with this flavor. (laughs) Try to say, try to explain it without being too vulgar. He the girls see that. I love this electrolyte cheese freedom. <laughs> he uh, he had oral intercourse with an unsavory woman. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it tasted like chili cheese Fritos. So we're gonna pop this bag open and try it out. Look, I'll try it first. Okay. Can you give me a soda? Just so I can... <laughs> Have you, like, not had that either I, as long dude, as I've had it? Probably. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I had these, dude. My mouth is getting kind of, like... Sweaty? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, man. You should get your drink, too. I'll try it, okay? I got water. It doesn't smell terrible. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Really? Yeah, I can smell it. All right. Here is Jesse trying the chili cheese Fritos for the first time in. How old were you when you first that did that? Eighteen. Say eighteen. I was eighteen. How old are you now? I'm old. So here he is. Trying it. <laughs> oh. Does it really? Yeah, no, but like when I smell it, uh-huh. it smells like, it's it's like, it's hard to explain. Like smell it, isn't it smell like an armpit? Like, it's, I mean, like it's, when you, you feel the warmth, like. Yeah, it's like cumin. <coughs> cumin smell. 
The more you smell, the worse it's gonna be. He keeps smelling it. Yeah, I haven't had these in years. Does it taste the same as you remember? Is it familiar? It's not good. It's not good? Uh, Do you not like it because of that, or do you just don't like it? Spit it out for people listening. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. No, you just like it. Oh, man. Yeah, but they're not that good. No. <laughs> they don't really fuck your stomach up, or <laughs> you say it's not that bad, but you like spitting shit out. <laughs> They do have a That's like the, uh... Dude, like, honestly, when I smelled it, I imagined the fucking <laughs> in my face. Really? That warm... Because it's warm, right? When you smell it, don't you feel that warmth? Like a pit? Like putting your face on an armpit? It's getting worse. <laughs> right? Yeah. I ate that thing, dude. <laughs> oh. I can't eat anymore. <laughs>